Hello everyone, I'm Lauren. And I'm Anna. And this is Conversations with the Candidates. This interview is with Carl King, candidate for president. Hope you enjoy. And could you please tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, name, major, where you're from, and then of course your favorite song because we're on UCLA radio. Got you, got you. <laughs> well, hey, how's it going? My name is Carl King Jr. Uh, I'm the current USAC president running for re-election. Originally, I'm from uh, Albany, uh, I almost say Albany State, I'm from Georgia, Albany, Georgia, uh, which is like southern ports of Georgia. Um, I'm currently a business economics major, looking to change to political science. And I would say my favorite song is probably, I love Brent Fayez, um, What You Heard. That's one of my favorite songs. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. okay. I'm from Texas. Oh, I'm, nice. And nice. I'm from Missouri. So. Got, got some Southern. <laughs> yeah. Okay, nice, yeah. nice, nice. <laughs> awesome. Okay, the next thing we wanted to ask, um, we kind of wanted to know like your most compelling reason why we should vote for you and your number one platform. So basically just like your 20 second pitch. Got you. Uh, and I got to do it in 20 seconds, right? I mean, roughly. Got yeah. you. Well, obviously a vote for Carl is a vote for someone who cares. You know, last year I ran on platforms that were centered around uh, curving problems that UCLA students face both at the local and, and national level. This year, I listened to the Bruins, so I didn't create my platforms this year. Bruins did. As USAC president, I took feedback from a lot of students, and what we did was we created uh, five different platforms, which are community unity, activating alumni networks, re uh, restoring upgrading infrastructure, experience leadership, and safe and sustainable campus. And so basically those were created by the students. You know, students came to me and said, hey, we need to fix wooden. Uh, we need to upgrade wooden. Uh, Carl, I'm, I'm sick of, you know, going there and there's leaks in the roof. Uh, our campus needs to be more sustainable. You know, we just uh, brought new property in Palo, uh, yeah. Palos Verdes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we want to shape that campus the way we want it to be because students are going to be there. Uh, Carl, we, we need jobs. When we graduate, we need to take advantage of, ha of having this number one title uh, in our name. We need to reach out to our alumni so that they can uh, help us out. And also, we're tired of raising student fees, so we need a, another way to raise money, which is what we're going to do. We're going to create a fundraising branch so that students can raise money so that our budget can be limitless. Okay. And then kind of a follow-up on that, because you mentioned it, mm -hmm. um, how exactly... You're talking about restoring wooden mm -hmm. specifically. How? What is your plan right now on how to do that? Yeah, so I want to work. Um, I want to work with 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 Mick DeLuca, Vice okay. Chancellor Mick DeLuca. Uh, and what I think that I think there's space in wooden that doesn't get used as much as the actual gym part, right? The actual like treadmills and weightlifting. So what we want to do, I'm specifically looking at the party okay. uh, gym, and maybe we you know decrease the size of that or add some you know um, more treadmills, more squat racks more benches because there's a lot of wait times and, and especially around four or five if you go in there you're going to be waiting forever so uh, we want to make sure that we give Bruins you know more time and, and just a better opportunity to work out because our campus is only the, the size is increasing we're going to have more Bruins coming in I spoke with the chancellor about this uh, so we got to prepare for those individuals and make sure that you know everyone is comfortable and, and, and is having a good time here okay great yeah. okay awesome um, okay, so we kind of wanted to raise a little bit more awareness about like, USAC and what it really mm -hmm. does. I feel like there's um, a huge population of students that like are really don't, don't know what's going on in our mm -hmm. student government. So in your own words, could you tell us what the president's office does? Yeah, so the president's office is, is the person that gets hated on the No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, USAC in general, right? E every student pays 290 bucks a year. And a lot of students don't know what that goes towards. But they pay it. Um, students need to get something out of their money. They need to look into, you know, the different things that USAC offers, which is, you know, social programs, you know, different events, uh, funding for clubs, 
and things of that nature. And so I think ultimately, as the USAC president, I have like the final veto authority over the budget. Right? I feel like I'm the final um, person with, with say so over the budget, um, as it should be. Right. But, you know, I like I take into account what you know students say and what students need. And, and ultimately, I'm looking out for the welfare of every student. So at the end of the day, you know, USAC is, is an organization that collects your student fees and they're supposed to take it and give it back to you in some shape, form, or fashion, and, and, and supposed to be the subject matter, matter expert in regards to, you know, different uh, things on campus, right, different different clubs, different organizations. So that's what it's supposed to be. It's not always being used that way, but, you know, as far as I've been, been in office, we've done a lot of, uh, a lot of amazing things for students. Uh, we, we've secured over $200,000 for the LG, LGBTQ Plus Center. Um, we've secured funding to increase um, free sessions for uninsured Bruins, in regards to CAPS uh, sessions. Um, we've also increased funding to the Ash Center so that, you know, we can uh, decrease abortion fee uh, or, or just get rid of abortion fee waivers uh, so that now students, you know, if they do, you know, go through that process, it doesn't have to pop up on their medical bill, right? Their parents can stay out of their business and it can just be, you know, their their situation that they're dealing with if they choose to, to go about it that way. Um, so those, those are some of, some of the things that we've done. Also, we're work, we we secure funding for a women's center specifically. Yeah. Okay, so kind of a follow up on that. Um, I guess what I'm kind of wondering is, I've noticed as a UCLA student, you probably noticed this too. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's a lot of opportunities. You did all of those great things mm -hmm. this past year in USAC. Right. Um, but for the average student, if they're not following USAC news, if they're not on top of that, they're really not going to know about it. Right. So how do you plan on like getting that word out there so that mm -hmm. you get to a wider audience on campus? Yeah, so I think it's all about reaching out to different students, right? And one of the ways that we did that this year, um, one of the biggest problems that out, uh, I, I want to say individuals who kind of like are not necessarily in USAC, they're uh, they're very like afraid in regards to the way the money is being used um, or they're they're kind of suspicious. Um, so what I did this year, right, I, I brought out a bunch of students, random students. I, I, I think we put it on Reddit and a bunch of other places. Hey, we know you're not in USAC, but we want you, if you're accounting major, you're a STEM major and you know you're good with numbers, we want you to come in and audit the budget. Help us audit the budget, right? Um, and we did that. And, and so, you know, we're, 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 um, we're working with different organizations and different students, but students have to also reach out and, and want to be a part of it. But I think it's all about reaching out and, and just remembering that we're all students together at the end of the day. I don't see myself above anyone. Even being the president, you know, I'll, you know, go to any uh, event. I'll, you know, push carts, wash dishes, whatever you need me to do. And I think that's what it's about. So we got to just reach out. Don't make it like an elitist thing. And um, I think, you know, students will continue to kind of work with, with USAC eventually if, that, if we continue to do that. Okay, yeah. Um, I do think one concern that you kind of brought up was um, the, like, kind of lack of, like, STEM students and, like, the lack mm. of diversity in USAC. Yes. Do you have any ideas on how to fix that? Yeah, so typically, you know, a lot of the uh, non-STEM students are, you know, trying to go into law one day or political science or something of that nature where they kind of like see a benefit in actually being in USAC, whereas the STEM students don't. Um, what I've always done is, you know, we work with STEM students to let them know like, hey, I know you might not care about policy, right? We know that you're a freaking genius in astrophysics <laughs> or mechanical engineering, but you do pay 290, 290 bucks to USAC. So you have a say-so in everything that goes on. Um, and, you know, we've been working on, on reaching out to, to you know, our, our STEM majors. But what we got to do is we got to make sure that we continue to let them know why it's 
valid for them to be a part of it because you can say, hey, you need to vote or you need to be a part of it or STEM students matter. But you got to let them know, hey, you pay this organization. So regardless of if you put your input or not, they still have your money. You need to get involved and you need to do something regardless of if you're going to leave here and just, you know, be in a lab for the rest of your life. Like get involved um, so that, you know, you can make UCLA a better experience for future uh, future STEM students that come after you. Yeah. 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 Okay. So like. Do you have any hobbies? <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I've been trying to pick up a hobby. Uh, this is a very busy job. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Especially if you want to do it the right way. But I love reading, writing. Uh, recently, I started, you know, doing some bachata dancing. Okay. So I'm trying to pick up on that. Um, but other than, and I always said that, like, if, if I don't, uh, I've been joking with my chief of staff, like, hey, if I don't win this election, um, I'm just going to go join a chess club or something and just relax, you know. So I think that's something I'll probably like to get into, honestly. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll see how everything plays out. Very cool. Okay, awesome. So why did you decide to rerun for this position, and what kind of got you into student government in the first place? Yeah, so I started out uh, in the external vice president's office as, like, an intern, and I realized that a lot of the work that the students were doing you know, they had good intentions, but they really didn't have the experience. You know, we talk about serving, you know, uh, black students. We talk about serving low-income students and transfer students, you know, all these or, uh, these different demographics that I'm a part of. And, uh, you know, sometimes I look at the way that they were going about policy, and I'm like, well, that's not necessarily the right way to do it. Or, you know, they don't really have the on-the-ground experience in regards to actually being that person. And so I realized that, you know, individual like myself, you know, I thought it was important to put myself in a, a position where I could speak on behalf of these different organizations because I have a holistic approach um, and, you know, I could actually make the right decision. Because sometimes, you know, people, organizations, whether that's here at UCLA or just nationally, internationally, you try to fix problems. Sometimes they make it worse because they don't really understand how, you know, things work within that community. And so that's how I got interested. That's why I thought it was important for me to run. Uh, I ran for GenRep. I won GenRep. And I realized that council was, when I ran for gym, I, re I realized that it was very, like, clicky, elitist, um, in my opinion. You know, there were slates. I'd never been a part of a slate. I, I don't really believe in them. Um, and I just disliked that a lot. And I thought that there were ways that we could serve our student body, you know, just going to the fundamental concepts of just being friends with them, you know, not just running on a slate and, you know, causing fear and making people angry at, at one another. And so I, that's why I decided to run for president, because I thought I was the, the best person for the job. Um, I decided to rerun for president because there's a lot of stuff that we were able to get done. As I stated before, we were able to secure $200,000 for the LG LGBTQ plus center and thousands for mental health and abortion fees. And we were able to reopen Cafe 1919. Uh, we, we went to the White House and spoke to Vice President Kamala Harris uh, in regards to some of the advocacy that we we're doing and asked for some help. Uh, in regards to mental health for the future, because that's one of my biggest concerns. But there's so much more that needs to be done, and we have a job that needs to be done. And I like to tell uh, a lot of individuals, you know, um, one thing about being president is I like to consider your first three months as being a lame duck because you don't really know what you're doing, right? And I, I promise you I was a general representative, and I was very inter intertwined into council, but I didn't know what I was doing. I, I didn't know about all these meetings. You're meeting everybody. So the first three months, you're, you're the first quarter, you really don't know what you're doing. Um, but after that, you pretty much figure out the, the administrative and, and, and um, just the, the social aspect of it. And that's when you're able to be a force to be reckoned with. And so I thought that I rerun because obviously I already have those things. Right. I'm going to go back into this next term and be ready. And we're going to go start working immediately. Some of the things that I'm running on, we've already started. So there's a lot of work to be done. Um, and I decided to rerun because I want to make sure that that work gets done because it's going to benefit the student body overall. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, and experience definitely mm -hmm. is important.
Thank you. Um, okay, so the next thing we wanted to ask you is something that has been on a lot of voters' minds. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Could you please address the allegations that have recently been made about you? Yeah, thank you. So I just want to say, I mean, it's completely false. Um, I think a lot of students who've heard these allegations, they've come to me and said that the timing is weird and, you know, this happened last year. Literally like a year to the date, I had a crazy allegation last year. And it all comes back to individuals just trying to slander my name because they feel like they don't have a chance at winning an election. And I think that's another reason why people are so, you know, just suspicious of USAC because of situations that happen like this. Um, and like, as I stated before, it's completely false. You know, I'm, I'm I'm taking it very seriously because I always think allegations are, are very important and students need to students need to be heard. Um but, you know, I think my, my work speaks for itself. I think my character speaks for itself. My office is, you know, 60 percent women of color. And I've served and we've done a lot of amazing work together. I, I, and if you notice in this, in, in this interview, I always say we. I don't say I because I'm not the smartest person in the room. Um, you know, my, my staffers are. You know, they're the reason why all that amazing work I just spoke about uh, happened. Um, but, yeah, it's it just completely false. And, and it's a shame that our elections have to go through this. I, I do hope that one day that we can just have an election where, you know, People can just get along, you know, and just not be, you know, slandering each other and, and, and all those things, you know? Yeah, okay. So I know voters appreciate you addressing that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, people can read things at their own will, but I appreciate you addressing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of going off of that point, what are your thoughts on Greek life and its stance on sexual assault specifically? Yeah, so I actually just spoke with uh, the Panhill president about this a couple of, like, I think last week. Um, I think, obviously, Allie, she's doing a pretty good job at addressing this. Um, she's having those un- uncomfortable conversations with, with IFC. She's having those uncomfortable conversations with administration. And that's the right way to go. But she de- she definitely needs help. You know, we got to make sure that, you know, IFC and, and, you know, just Greek life in general is on board, um, taking a hard stance in regards to anything re- revolving, you know, sexual assault or anything of that nature. And uh, a lot of individuals in my office, as I stated before, my office is 60 percent women of color, uh, they're always striving and talking about these things and making sure that, you know, we, we go to the chancellor and uh, we, we are working with different organizations to address these issues because it is a very real problem on our campus. Um, and we got to make sure that we take care of this because, you know, 59.8% of UCLA is women, you know, 59.8%. And so if we're not taking care of, you know, the majority of our campus, then, you know, we, I mean, what, what are we doing here, you know? So, yeah. So you're looking to kind of work with the Greek life or you've had conversations with them already? Yes, yeah. I spoke I spoke with uh, the Panhill president about it. Um, and we're definitely working to continue to, you know, just hold individuals accountable and make sure that the conversations are still being talked about. Right. Just because an allegation doesn't happen publicly for a year or for whatever, it doesn't mean that the stuff is not happening. That's that's one of the big things that me and Ali talked about, because, you know, a lot of individuals are scared to come forward or, or, or anything of that nature. So, um we're figuring out ways to, you know, address the situation um, and, you know, hold individuals accountable and, and make sure that it's a very important topic that's continued to be talked about and taken seriously. Yeah, it does. It's definitely mm-hmm. a very serious issue. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Okay, so the last thing we wanted to ask you mm-hmm. uh, to end this on an awesome note. <laughs> what to is, bring together USAC. Yes, <laughs> cohesive USAC. What is one thing you like about another candidate's platforms that you might work to implement in office? And if you had one goal, if you had one goal for USAC this next year, what would it be? Got you. Oh, man. Let me see. Let me think about other. It's so many of them. I'm running against like five. <laughs> um, My favorite platform by another USAC candidate. 
Let me think. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's something that Nate Nate said something. I forgot. I can't even remember what did Nate say. I think. Well, honestly, like just to go back, I think Nate, um, who he currently works for FSC. Um, I love this guy. He's he's very like funny, and I I, I really like. I like, I wanted to vote for him myself when I was at the the candidate debates. I was like, oh, I'm gonna vote for you. <laughs> um, he kind of talked about the financial transparency aspect of USAC because he currently works in IFC. Uh, I'm sorry, FSC, and he talked about how uh, there we created a council this year, uh, basically a small committee to audit USAC offices, right? Um, that's still coming together, right? It hasn't uh, administratively and and socially worked as it's supposed to be because it's very new but i really love that platform that's one of the things that he brought up he brought up from my understanding and that's something that i, I would kind of like to expand on i think the second question you said uh, was something that i'm very excited about um, or just like if you could only pick one goal that you have for usac next year yeah. what would it be if i had to pick one goal for usac um i think it'd just be you know working together as friends um that i think that's the most important part you know because when usac members don't get along you know, nothing gets done, right? When you're just focused on attacking each other or trying to bring each other down, nothing gets done. And I've seen that happen. I've seen that play out. So I just hope that they can, you know, just be friends regardless of political views, regardless of if, if you were on a slate or not, regardless of if you, you know, believe this way about something or believe another way about it. You know, I hope that they can just kind of see that USAC, at the end of the day, is supposed to be a group of friends that are working to help the UCLA student body. And, you know, at the end of the day, regardless of whether we disagree with each other or not, we all want the same thing, which is a better UCLA for all of our constituents and all of UCLA Bruins. So that's that's something that I would hope. Okay, yeah, we appreciate it. Thank yeah. you for coming in to talk to us. Um, yeah. If you have anything to say at the end, yeah. any closing rem remarks? Yeah. Well, first off, I want to thank y'all, too, for having me here. This is pretty cool. I've never been in here before, so I really love this. Yeah. Hopefully I can sign my name on the wall somewhere. Yeah, sure. um, I just want to say that at the end of the day, you know, over the last year, my team has worked very hard for the UCLA student body. Um, you know, our, our work speaks for itself. You know, go view transparency reports on UCLA president's page. Go see some of the work that we've done. And a lot of the, a lot of the work that we've done has been centered around taking care of, of students in regards to, you know, reprodu reproductive health um, aspects, right? Mental health, which is a very, very huge problem on our campus that, you know, doesn't necessarily get addressed as much as it should. Uh, we've taken advocacy to the White House and spoken to the vice president uh, of the United States. Uh, we've reopened uh, dining halls, as we stated that we would do. Um, we, we're bringing vending machines on campus uh, that are going to have reproductive health products. We've already started. We're going to have more. Um, and so we, we've done a lot for our, our UCLA students, but there's so much more that needs to be done, and that's something that I, re I recognize, and that's something that my staff has recognized. So um, I just want to thank everyone for, you know, uh, tuning in, listening in, and, you know, just kind of looking at the other candidates, too. I'm not just saying vote for me. You know, look at the other candidates, look at their platforms, and uh, look at what has been done. And, um, yeah, I look forward to, you know, hopefully serving as your next uh, your, your president for again for the for the next year. Thank you. That was our interview with Carl King for president. We hope you all enjoyed it. Remember to vote in the upcoming election on my UCLA and check out UCLA Elections Board for more info on all of the candidates. This has been Conversations with the Candidates President Edition with Lauren and Anna. Thank you all.